Welcome to Relish Pod. Where simple pleasures are gained by cooking what you eat. I'm Mark Witt. I'm Tim Gallagher. And this episode, we're going to discuss barbecue. Or are we going to discuss grilling? Or are we going to discuss both? It's a, it's a pretty broad topic. What I think, are right? we talking about? Right. What are we talking about? Yeah. So we've been discussing here all morning. What exactly is barbecue? So what do we come up with? Basically, I feel like when you're barbecuing, you've got meat, you've got vegetables, you're doing it over an open fire or hot coals. You're uh, adding a tomato-based sauce that can be sweet, that can be sour, that can be um, spicy. Uh, but then also you brought up a good point. You got Carolina vinegar, you know, gotcha. type, right. type sauce, right. mustardy, right. really delicious. I love that stuff. Right. So it's a pretty broad topic. I mean, barbecue is pretty broad. Yeah. Like, what does it mean to you? Yeah, especially. Right. And then if, what's the difference between that and grilling? Right. But here we are in the dog days of summer, and we're grilling. Right. We're barbecuing. We're doing everything outside that we can. Uh, vegetables are in season. Tomatoes are going crazy, so it's time to fire up the grill for sure. It's perfect time. Perfect time. So uh, what kind of grill you have, Tim? Okay, Mark. Well, as you know, and maybe some of the, if you've listened to before, both of us have uh, the Big Green Egg, and it's uh, a tool that we both love and appreciate because of ease of use. And What do you like about it? It's super efficient. Right. It's easy to use, as I just said. There's two vents. As soon as you learn how to manipulate your two vents, you can pinpoint your cooking temperature right. from 200 degrees to 700 degrees, right. and you can fluctuate uh, thusly in between. Right. And maybe we should just explain it. This is a charcoal grill. We're using charcoal. Yep. Mm -hmm. Typically, you're using something like a lump charcoal. Yeah, yeah. So no we'll... briquettes. No more briquettes. You right. can, can listen to our first episode where right. we talk about the difference between briquettes and lump charcoal. Right. And uh, yeah, lumps definitely were the way to go. It's the way to go. Yeah. yeah. Much better product. Yeah. And something, um, we have a party every year, Mark. Um, uh, you know, we, we invite all our guests to come over and our guests bring covered dishes, okay. which is great. So you have your guests bring all the sides and then Lydia and I will uh, provide the main courses being, you know, the proteins, meats. Lydia does a great chickpea curry to go along with everything as well for those who don't eat meat. Nice. But I will start typically with, I'll start the morning with a turkey um, and that we're doing at like 225. I try to keep a, a at least 15 pound or less turkey because okay. uh, it gets to be pretty big. Uh, so you can do that at 225. It's going to take about four hours. You know, of course, you'll brine that the night before. Okay. And then you're switching right over and I'm going to, kick the temperature up and I'm going to do salmon after the turkey comes off. Nice. Salmon comes, salmon goes, and then I'm going to, uh, and I'll cook that. I don't know, probably about three fifty, Right. Um, and then throw on a pork loin, probably about the same temperature. And then, uh, maybe some chicken wings. Um, again, probably about three fifty again. And, uh, if, if somebody wants some steaks or something, you're going to see her, you're going to crank up the, the vents and you're going to slap your steaks down at like 450, 500 degrees and get a good sear. Very nice. Um, super versatile. You can do all kinds of things one after another as soon as you get used to it. I mean, that's that's something you can do with a big green egg. Right. And now you're doing all this, of course, without adding more charcoal. And it's that's amazing. where the efficiency comes right. in. 
Unfortunately, right. you can do all these things with your kettle grills, but you're going to have to add charcoal. Right. Um, it's the efficiency of that big green egg. Yeah. So that was our last weekend we did that. Um, and it's a really good time. And it's, you know, I get to just stand around the grill and, you know, people want to talk to me, right. they can come talk to me. If right. not, right. Uh, I'm pretty happy doing right. what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the spot I always like to be in. So through this, like, the, uh, but you're considering all this barbecue, right? Yeah. I would, I would think. I think to you, I, I this feel, is a barbecue. Uh, uh, because again, it's none like, of that it, involves barbecue sauce. Well, that's the thing. That's what. <laughs> that's the thing. So it's it's you know what we're what we're figuring out here is barbecue is a very loose term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do think it's that open cook, open hearth cooking, or that yeah. that flame that we're looking for, and that summertime feel. Yeah. Doesn't have to be just in the summertime. Yeah. Right. No. Um, I think I, we're both in agreement on that, but I think in the in the traditionalist sense, people are thinking when they think barbecue, they're thinking of that barbecue sauce, that red sauce, that tomato based sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got some sugars and stuff in there. Barbecued um, chicken, barbecued chicken, mm-hmm. right? Barbecued ribs. Um, but if we're thinking outside the box, there's other things that we can do here. Yeah, right. Sure, you're so, a pretty good outside the box griller. You know, on the in your in your restaurant, you do aiolis and certain things like that. You put things on the grill that I've yeah. never considered. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely things. You know, I've worked with. Uh, you know, peaches. You mentioned earlier, peaches. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites to yeah. grill. Um, we're using them this weekend. Slight little smoke on there, mm. um, but really, but really, to me, when we're talking about the barbecue, to me, it's kind of about the sauces and, and what were things that we're using. You know, I mentioned you had mentioned earlier about. Uh, saying some jerk and it was one yeah. thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do is like jerk things. Yeah. And there's again, bar- jerk is kind of like barbecue where it's like, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways to make it. Yeah. True. You know, dry rubs, wet rubs. Right. Yeah. They're kind of, they're, they're sort of parallels there. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So when you came up with your simple, you had a simple barbecue sauce for us. Yeah. Well, right. A, a, a basic fresh barbecue sauce. And this is kind of just a base that I sort of just came up with here real quick. Nothing special. And I say fresh because this is, we are in the third weekend in August here. And, Roughly, yeah, yeah. and in Western Maryland, uh, our tomatoes are cranking. We are, we have fresh tomatoes come out of our garden like crazy farmers markets, right. or, you know, everybody. Yeah. You go to the farmer's market and that's pretty much what I saw. And a lot of beautiful specimens out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, A lot of nice heirlooms. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. So if I'm going to make a basic fresh barbecue sauce, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get enough tomatoes to crush two cups and uh, you'll do that in your food processor while you're doing that or before you do that. Take a half an onion and caramelize them in a saute pan. Once so you're just going to cook those down a little bit. Going to cook them down. We're going to get rid of some of the moisture. Okay. If you want to get fancy, you can add a little bit of sugar to that, or sure. you can add some balsamic vinegar, which nice. is always good. I, right. you know, I always like adding that a little bit. Um, once those onions are are sweet, browned, or caramelized, um, add your crushed tomatoes. Add one teaspoon of garlic powder. I like the garlic powder over the fresh garlic because when I'm doing a gar- uh, barbecue sauce, I don't want a super garlicky barbecue sauce. Sure. So a- again, this is just a basic. This is practically a base. Um, so going back, we got a teaspoon of garlic powder. Let's go a quarter cup of brown sugar. And to thicken this, we're going to take one teaspoon of cornstarch and add just a little bit of water and make a slurry. 
and then you add that to your crushed tomatoes, onion, garlic powder, and brown sugar, and then simmer. Cornstarch is going to thicken it up. And uh, once all these flavors are sort of combined, we're going to use our immersion blender to blend it all together and make it a nice, thick right. sauce. Right. Um, so that nice, basic, fresh barbecue sauce using fresh tomatoes in season. Um, and it's super easy. That's all there is to it. So what kind of yield are you getting here, roughly? Oh, uh, let's see. A couple cups? Yeah, I mean... Uh, but, a, but enough for, but enough for a, 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 a nice see. barbecue. Yeah, I'd say... Uh, yeah, you know, a couple pounds of chicken thighs, okay. you know, double that for, you know, a good family recipe. Okay. Um, you know, okay. So, uh, so let's run through this. We got our fresh barbecue sauce. Yeah. Sounds great. And again, mm-hmm. I think with that, you could, it's pretty basic. We're going to, we're going to put that, um, mm-hmm. obviously we're going to go through our website and stuff, but we'll put that up on our website, that yeah. recipe Yep. Mm-hmm. and probably something that you could play with if you have your favorite ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people kind of like again think outside that box. I, yeah, you know, people have played with putting cinnamons in there. Or oh yeah, mm-hmm. coffee or some coriander. Ooh, coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah, all kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's our basic. Mm-hmm. Um, so next step, what are we going to do with it then, Tim? Starting our cooking process. Okay. Chicken. Yeah, let's just chicken. let's just keep it easy and chicken. And one of my favorite things is a chicken thigh. Okay. You know, so when I process chicken thighs, first thing I do is get rid of the skin. Um, I you know I just I I just the skin doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Um, and I think it, it is a barrier between the, your, if you put any sort of flavor, like a rub or something on, on your chicken, the skin is a barrier for flavor on the meat. Does that make sense? I can understand <laughs> your thinking here. Okay. Okay. And then are I turn off with, a little are bit. Are you doing fat. that with all chicken or just, uh, or your thighs necessarily? Uh, you know, I, I do it for thighs, and I also do it for uh, uh, legs. Okay. Now, this is just something that I do. I okay. You know, I don't, sure. I don't know if that's a common practice or not. Um, and so if I'm doing traditional barbecue sauce, barbecue chicken, I'm also going to put a rub on there. Okay. I'm going to grill it with a dry rub, which is going to be... Um, and I don't have this written down, but we will put it up. We'll put up a recipe. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna use brown sugar, salt, black pepper, and paprika. Um, that's a pretty that's a super basic rub. Sure. Um, and I, I you know don't really need to go past that. Um, so I'm gonna rub everything. I'm gonna coat everything with that dry rub. Put it on the grill. And is this gonna is this gonna act I'm not saying you're marinating here, but mm-hmm. is this something that you're putting on way prior or just prior to cooking? That doesn't, I don't think it has to be way prior. Okay. Um, you know, you could, but you are definitely going to see, you, in, a sense, in a sense, you're just seasoning the chicken here. Yep. Okay. With yep. your dry rub. Yep. Okay. I'm following um, along. Okay. So then you're putting it on your grill, 325, you know, something like that. Um, typically about 20 minutes aside, depends on how big your, your, your meat is. Um, right before it's done, that's when you want to start adding your barbecue sauce. Okay, right. The reason why you want to wait is there's a lot of sugar involved here. Sure. Sugar burns. Right. So start mopping your sauce right before it's done. When your chicken's done, take it off the grill, and then I basically just toss it in the barbecue sauce. Right. Or 
you can paint it on with a brush. Right. However, whatever seems to make sense, whatever you think is going to make less of a mess. But this is barbecue. You're going to make a mess. Right. Do it. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's that's what I go by. But I do think you make a very import, important uh, statement here because I think generally if people don't have any experience with barbecue and you go mm-hmm. to someone's house, I think the biggest mistake that they make is putting that barbecue sauce on too early. Yeah. yeah. And they're not realizing what, the, you know, the sh- especially if they're not making it themselves. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have this like blind idea of what's actually in the barbecue sauce. Yeah. It is a lot of sugars. Yeah, especially the store-bought stuff. Uh, especially the store-bought stuff. Mm-hmm. And those sugars will burn. Mm-hmm. And so I see a lot of times where people are putting that barbecue sauce on before they're even cooking the chicken, mm-hmm. and and then they just keep coating it. Yeah. Trying to get that fresh stuff off, you know. And they, but eventually they're just, they're just burning those sugars. Yeah. yeah. So it is important to get the chicken primarily cooked, mm-hmm. and it's your finishing sauce. Yeah, so and I like to do the rub and the sauce just because – I mean, that just gives you a bolder flavor. Sure. It, it really rounds rounds it out. Yeah. So that's all good stuff. So we're going to get, again, we're going to get those uh, couple simple recipes. We're going to put those up yeah, on our website. Real simple stuff. Yeah. Great base for everything. And then you can just go wild from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I do want to mention, you know, here we are talking barbecue and grilling. And everybody's going to, uh, you always think meat, you know. Yeah. You always think meat. So Lydia is... Um, vegetarian so it always offers that that always offers a challenge for a cook okay um especially when you're using a grill what do you do for a vegetarian right so i like to smoke tofu for lydia okay um and basically you set up your grill like you would but you're going to add a chunk of wood on top of your coals as they're setting up and as they're getting going and then that chunk is going to smoke and you basically just, if you have a pound of tofu, you want to do, you don't cube it. You're going to cut it in half and then cut the halves in four sections. So cut one pound of tofu into eight pieces and just set it on the grill. You don't have to season it in any way because the smoke is going to offer you seasoning. Okay. Once each piece is nice and brown, take it off and Toss it in some barbecue sauce, and you have nice barbecued tofu. The smoke offers a you know an interesting flavor, and then you've got a nice barbecue sauce to go with it, and you're making your vegetarians happy. Nice. And you look really cool because you know how to cook tofu. Right. And it's super, super simple. Right. So once you take your tofu off, then you throw all your meat on. Sure. <laughs> and, of course, eggplant's really good on a grill. You yeah. know, if you slice it, yeah. um, you know, slice them about, uh, I don't know, Half inch, quarter inch, quarter inch is, is a little thin. And that's something you can probably salt and pepper, you know, a little oil and then put it on the grill. It's just that these are nice, nice. Uh, and zucchinis are really good yeah, sliced on yeah, the grill. Yeah. Um, uh, mushrooms. Mushrooms. You know, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, Mark. So please yeah, stop. it's fine. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, you could like, you could like, if you want to, uh, if you want that traditional barbecue type, you know what mm-hmm. we what we consider an americana that barbecue kind of flavor. Yeah, those are all those are all, um those are all good things to mm-hmm. take on those those flavors. Yeah, you know zucchini the the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I say mushrooms, I'm talking you know get a whole portobello mushroom yeah, cap, absolutely, and make a marinade with yeah. uh, olive oil. This is just off the top of my head, real quick. Olive oil, garlic powder, 
onion powder, um, Worcestershire sauce, one of my faves, um, maybe red wine vinegar or balsamic vinegar or both. Mix it all together, marinate, and then throw that on the grill. It usually comes out really well. They surprisingly take a good bit of time to cook on the grill, about 300, 350 degrees. Um, flip them once, uh, you know, and that's that would be great alongside your barbecue tofu. Yeah. Making all your vegetarians happy. Sure. Yeah. And they have that, those, uh, the, those mushrooms, they really take on that meaty, have that meaty mm-hmm. aspect to it. Yeah, they do. They got a bite. Right. A mouth feel. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Is that how they... Just to me, when I eat them, I feel like, you know, it's definitely a great meat substitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got that kind of what, I don't know exactly what it is, but what satisfies me. I feel like I'm eating meat. Yeah, great. I'm eating this gr- grilled yeah. portobellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. What about you, man? I mean, you got anything here? I'm running off with the, the gums here. Oh, no. I mean, I think, listen, I, uh, I, I think. You pretty much have it covered. I think what we, you know, what I want to encourage here is is definitely, yes, we are in the height of the season, mm-hmm. you know, and yes, we got all these beautiful products, and luckily we're going to be experiencing it for a good month, six weeks to eight weeks. Hopefully, we're going to see a lot more products coming off out of the farmers market and stuff. Yeah. But you know, I encourage people to like this. For me, this is a year year round. I'm not just looking at it like in August, like I'm breaking out that barbecue grill. Sure thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, we both do have the big green eggs, so we're both fortunate yeah. um, to be able to do that. But you know, don't put that grill away too early. Yeah. I have one quick anecdote about grilling in the middle of the winter. Um, it was probably six or so years ago, one of our big, heavy snowstorms out here. And uh, we had some friends over. We were hanging out, having a, you know, a snowstorm party. And uh, I was grilling chicken and burgers, and I was measuring, you know, was snowing two inches an hour while I was outside grilling and loving every minute of it. Right. It's fantastic. Right. Just, you know, yeah. it's just, you do it all year round. It's right. a little hard to do in the rain unless you're really dedicated, but grilling in the snow, <laughs> yeah. there was something really fun about that. Yeah. Uh, I think it was not this past, let's see, was it this past November, the, the, the November before that, ironically, I was smoking a turkey for, Thanksgiving, yeah, in the snow, <laughs> yeah, that was two years ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Not this past, but the the one, um, and that was my first year with my grill or with my my big green egg. Um, so I was still kind of a little bit of a learning curve there. Yeah. Um, so we broke out a turkey. It was uh-huh. snowing that day. Yeah. Yeah, kind of wild, kind of wild. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> you know, we kind of talked about barbecue and stuff like that. You kind of mentioned. Uh, I, I do want to mention again. I want to throw out uh, Wholesome Harvest in Frostburg. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. great place to get all your spice needs and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. She's got some exotic stuff. The best spices in the area, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and also, if you know, interject uh, uh, the source for locally raised uh, meats: pork, beef, and chicken. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, it's great. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a good thing for a community. She's basically, if you can't get to the farmer's market, I know she's bringing products in from Savage River Farm, mm. Backbone, yeah. uh, Sam White's, uh, Sam Le- White's place. Leading Pine Farm. Leading Pine. So she's basically housing all those, uh, mm-hmm. pastured pork and chickens, yeah. um, beef, uh, all kind of things. So, um, you know, try to see here if you can. 
hopefully we're going to be able to get her on the show at some point. And, you know, we're going to go up there and hopefully meet with her and bring her on the show and kind of talk and do a little collaboration with her. Yeah. She's a bit of a, bit of a food scientist. Absolutely. You know, she really knows what she's talking about and understands the chemistry and, you know, behind all the processes. Right. So, uh, yeah, she would really be good to have in here and sort of keep us straight. Right. Let us, you know. Absolutely. So again, that's wholesome harvest there. That's in Frostburg. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get uh, go, coming off here too far, I do want to thank. I always want to thank our, uh, <laughs> our. Uh, you know, we're fortunate for, to be able to do the show, which kind of all stemmed off of uh, Record Talk Listen. That's mm-hmm. Lydia over there at Record Talk Listen. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're very fortunate for that. And she's also always plugging us away. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um. Good time to mention our contacts before we keep going here. Okay. You can uh, find us at relishpod.com. Um, and, and we have I'll, a talk, uh, a talk to section on that. Yeah. So that's a perfect place. Like, you know, we, we, we're having the show today about barbecue and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. perfect place. Go to relishpod.com, uh, a uh, talk to section, reach mm-hmm. out to us, you know, if you have any ideas of something you'd like to see, on barbecue or questions about what we didn't kind of like touch on and yeah. you know we might have like dangled an idea and you're like didn't quite fully understand it yeah. reach out to us and let us know there are any full episodes you'd be interested in hearing right about. absolutely uh, we all we're also on twitter and it's instagram at relish pod yeah and uh facebook.com uh slash relish pod right so all pretty easy to find absolutely the last one i'd like to mention tim is uh we are up and kind of up and running with our YouTube channel. And that's you can just go to YouTube, uh, look up the channel. I believe it's just Relish Pod, and we'll put some videos and stuff on there. So yeah. we're looking to see that grow. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can kind of keep moving along here and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So lastly, hopefully you know again check out any of those formats. Uh, reach out to us. You know, let us know what kind of shows you're looking for, and hopefully we've answered some questions here today. Mm-hmm. So. So before we go, Mark, I have a recipe here that I want to share with everybody. Oh, this is the one you were talking about. So this is, uh, if you don't like flavor, everybody, then this recipe is not for you. This is flavor. This is full on flavor country. Is that what I'm hearing? This is flavor country. This isn't flavor town. This is flavor country. Flavor nation. Flavor nation. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Anyway. Um, So this is an Iraqi yellow spice rub chicken. All right. Um, and we're going to we're going to use a couple different techniques here. Um, in previous episodes, we were we were talking about um, roasting spices, so Perfect. that's what we're going to do. Perfect. Okay, I'm just going to kind of run through this. We'll put the whole recipe up on the website, so check that out to get the full uh, measurements. But first thing we're going to do is use coriander seeds, cumin seeds, whole black peppercorn cardamom pods pods excuse me uh any kind of dried chili you would like um take the stem out you know but leave the seeds so that's spicy allspice berries and whole cloves and all of these you're going to combine together in a saute pan and you're going to roast make sure you don't burn them keep the pan moving keep the spices moving as soon as you should know when these things are done, the cumin seeds will turn a, like a rest, a rusty color. Coriander seeds will start to get black and you might hear some popping and you will smell it. Take it right off. Take Sounds the, already. take the spices out of the pan and transfer them into a bowl. So they will cool. 
I like to use a stainless steel bowl that transfers the heat very well. Okay. So it just to speed up the cooling process. Sure. Uh, so then you're going to grind these and it's very important, um, that everything is cool when you grind, otherwise it will clump and just be a kind of total disaster. So grind your cooled roasted seeds, and then you will combine rose hips of which I do not have any, and I've never tried them in this recipe. So that's just the one thing I haven't (laughs) gotten to with this. Add curry powder, cinnamon, ground sumac, ground ginger, freshly grated nutmeg, and uh, ground fenugreek. Combine all that with your roasted uh, spices. You're going to mash eight cloves of garlic. All right. It's a lot of garlic. Fresh garlic. Yeah. So I did not mention this goes along with about three pounds of chicken. I always use chicken breasts. The specific recipe I have here uses chicken halves. Do whatever you want. But this is about three pounds. Combine all those things together. Really rub it into the chicken. Um, You know, you're going to throw everything basically in a gallon Ziploc bag. And just rub and turn and smash and move everything around and throw it in the fridge for overnight. The next day, put it on the grill. You're going to be, you know... Uh, you know, about 325 on your grill and, uh, until they're done about 20, mi- 20 minutes aside and, uh, watch out, man. It's a lot of flavor. It's nice and spicy. Um, and, uh, Mark, is that grilling or is that barbecue? Well, again, that's, that's <laughs> open for interpretation. So I think that's, it's right there in the middle. You know what I mean? Well, that's good. But, stuff. I, I, but you kind of lost me because I was over here uh, salivating. Yeah. So I kind of like lost my Good. train of thought. Well, I, hope, <clears throat> I hope everybody um, tries that because it takes it up, takes things up a notch. You're yeah. using, you know, a lot of ingredients, right. roasting the spices, which is something you will use for the rest of your life to knock people's socks off, man. It's that's, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. So perhaps, I don't know, you, you're looking for those, uh, what, what you call them, rose hips? Rose hips. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know if uh, they have them up there at Wholesome Harvest or not. I'm going to go look for them today. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's a yeah. good start. Yeah. It's a good start. Uh, let's see. What else? There's something else I wanted to mention, Mark. Um, there's a really good resource um, for barbecue on YouTube, uh, which in itself is a great resource for pretty much anything, but especially cooking. Uh, if anyone you anyone out there is familiar with Franklin Barbecue, he's the brisket guru in Austin, Texas, uh, one of those places where people wait four hours in line to eat his food. Nice. But he is a super straightforward, easy to understand. This guy's not messing around. He'll, he's got a YouTube channel, excuse me. And he will show you how to trim a brisket, season it, and cook it in a 10-minute show. No frills. Great, you know, great tutorials on uh, ribs. Um, so check out Franklin Barbecue um, on YouTube. Um, and he's just a great resource. Really knows what he's doing. Nice. And he's not messing around. Nice. You know, you don't have to sit there through five minutes of baloney. Right. He's going to get down to it and show you really how to do this stuff and what's successful. Nice. Yeah. That's important. Well, I think uh, that's all I've got this, this, uh, this episode, Mark. You got anything else to add? No, I think, I think we've pretty much covered what we wanted to cover here today. Okay. Well, this has been Relish Pod.
Simple pleasures are gained by cooking what you eat. I'm Mark Witt. And I'm Tim Gallagher. And we'll uh, check back with you. We'll see you next time. Next episode. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.